1: The following program is the officially sanctioned podcast where three friends talk about the show, about four
2: friends who compete to embarrass each other, who compete to embarrass each other.
0: Ah, ah, ah. every time i watch the show i always hear like
3: ah, ah, ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like the what's my impression of the opening I, credits
1: i have friends that love the show and uh, friends wives that hate the show and they're just like all i hear <laughs> is those voices laughing from the other room just I, <laughs> I think
0: one time true tv cut a promo where at the end of it like it was something like gata was on the floor doing and at the end of it it was like as if the guys were laughing, but it was Gatto's laugh. So <laughs> it was as if, like, they, I, I think they just used things from two different things. So I was like, oh, that yeah. would be impossible. How would he be behind the scenes laughing at something he just did? Yeah. What is he, Sal? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Prince Herb.
0: Oh, uh, this has been tough. I'm glad. I don't know when Prince Herb ends. And I just from this podcast standpoint, I can't wait for the, the punishment. <laughs> then. It's been a punishment for me.
1: Yeah, it's very hard to get. And speaking of which, let's introduce ourselves. I'm James McCarthy.
0: I'm Prince Herb's worst nightmare. I'm Casey
3: Jost. (laughs) I'm (laughs) Shay.
0: And, uh, This is the official and practical jokers podcast that you're listening to that you clicked on. Hello. That's right.
3: Yeah. Welcome. Welcome.
0: Hope you're listening in your car or in, if you're in headphones, you're some ASMR. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, or maybe you're listening on a speaker at a party. Maybe you're, maybe the DJ has decided to not play LMFAO and (laughs) instead play this. Yeah. That would be weird. That'd be pretty weird.
1: Let's, uh, there's no party, oh, what is it? There's no Corpus Juris, like a New Jersey Corpus Juris because a Corp, yeah. New Jersey Corpus Juris don't, don't, don't stop. stop
0: that. Oh, that was great. This whole all right, so this challenge, which we, we refer to as Danny Passman because that is their friend and lawyer. And <laughs> like behind the scenes, we kept calling it Danny Passman. And then Q got to actually play Danny Passman. That's great. Yeah, the iteration of this, if you remember, James, Yeah, we had this idea for a challenge mm-hmm. years ago that was a person is walking on the street in the park and one of the jokers comes up and goes, oh, hey, you just walked through the shot of a of a movie. Right. And, the, you know, and, and then he, the, the other jokers feed the title of the movie. And it's something like, you know, I'm friends with the KKK or something like that. Right. Right. And then they have to be like, oh, I, I, you know, and you have to be like, sign this release. That's what it's called. Sign this release. Yeah. And then they would have to sign the release. And then the guys were like, no, I don't think, because what the weird thing about that is, they, they would sign a release or not sign a release. And then a second later, someone's like, actually, that was part of a hidden camera show called Practical Jokers. <laughs> and you actually have to sign this release. So it's kind of a complicated thing, but it's fun. Yeah. But it was complicated. And this is like the next iteration in that before you go into this focus group, here's a bunch of things that could happen. Yeah. And that was the idea.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit meta for our show, right? Uh-huh. Where It's like before you go into the focus group, which you see and 50% of the episodes for Impractical Jokers, uh, you have to do this thing, uh, which we actually don't do. do they, they probably, What Shay, mm-hmm. do you know what the marks have to do when they show up on set, besides like taking a COVID test uh, currently, but like they get into a waiting area and then what's their experience like, right? Um, we
3: usually have waters for them. Um, it's okay. either Cole or Jay Miller. Mm-hmm. They'll, um, pretty much like kind of talk to them, prepare them for what the, um, what the focus group is going to be about okay. or what, whatever we're, we're going to do is going to be about. And then they just wait right, for them for the most part. And, um, then one of the producers coming and gets them and bringing them into the room
1: or the other way around. Right. that makes a lot of sense. But yeah, we don't actually have them. Meet with a lawyer beforehand, and (laughs) like Casey just mentioned, all of their like any kind of release and anything like that happens happens after they're on the show. That happens, Uh, yeah. But in this one, we're like, you know, let's pull them into a room, say they have to meet with a lawyer beforehand, and uh, run them through all these odd clauses and these odd contracts. Uh, for this bit, and I I love this bit. I think we have to play it again next. Oh, 100%. I, you know, I I
0: think the environment is so you know ripe for weird stuff. I mean, aside from just the, the, you know, the contract being weird, there's a dynamic with, with him being like, you know, I work for focus groups, but I'm here for you. I'm here for you. You know, it's like, yes, it's fun to just set that up. And it's so plausible that like, oh, before you go into this focus group, which you have no idea exactly what you're doing? Right. You know, it could be weird. So there's a lot of different ideas and directions that you could, you could go with like jokes about like how contracts are worded, or you could go with jokes that are about what they're about to do. Or you could go with jokes that are like, in per- perpetuity, like using these
1: big words, <laughs> here like stuff. Four. Like,
0: yeah. yeah. So I I, I don't know. I, I love it. It's such a weird world for us to to work in. Cause we really know nothing about contracts. We know nothing about <laughs> it, which is always so
1: fun to help the guys come up with these weird legal terms. And like, I, like the ones that are just like heretofore there, they're, they're under and in perpetuity. I, I understand that like we're not under like us law anymore, <laughs> like things like yeah. that. We're just like really fun
0: And then on top of that, like, I I had no idea what this bit was going to be like. And so I was like, look, can we also just get a briefcase full of bird seed? (laughs) And and, and then the guys were like, yeah, we'll give it, we'll give it to Sal. Don't tell him. And, uh, you know, and it's like, that's so weird that we got to put that in too. I just, I didn't, I had no idea what it was going to be like. So like, let's just. Cause they're going to walk in with a briefcase. Like let's fill one up with bird seed and maybe like he has to open it.
1: <laughs> to sweeten the deal. Yeah, You can have whatever's in the briefcase. It's like, yeah, well, of course they're going to want to at least see it. And uh, that guy signed, I believe. So yeah, mm-hmm. uh, good one for Sal, but yeah, it was the marks in this bit. I feel like we actually got to, because there was like legal, like the legal world was involved and like, yeah, there were like some real stakes there. You got to see a lot of marks go, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And this makes no sense, which is a lot of like, I feel like Marx will say that sometimes to the guys on the floor and it won't make the cut. Uh, but this is like one place where it like makes a cut where they're like, this is insane. Like, what are you even talking about right now? Yeah. It's like all these clauses are absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, let's like jump into that first turn. Mm-hmm. I mean, Prince Herb was out there. <laughs> you acknowledge that you don't understand or use the Vosochos form.
0: Uh, I mean, that hit hard for me. Yeah. And I think probably for a lot of people who grew up, you know, having Spanish class right? and a teacher teaching you this thing. But also my, our teachers were like, yeah, but you'll never use this. And I was like, so why are
1: <laughs> you telling me this? I've never heard that word. And yeah, just consistently skipped, but included in every Spanish notebook, but consistently skipped. And they'll just like, skip that. It's grayed out. Don't worry about it. And it's like, why won't we ever get to use it? Will we never be in like a formal a plural place with people in, right. in Spanish speaking countries. They like, yeah, I don't know. But yeah,
0: you don't think I could get into a fancy conversation. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: It's like, you know, you guys, you you'll never get there. Yeah. It's, and
0: uh, you'll never be, you know, it'll never become a we situation when you're with <laughs> them with the elite. Yeah. Yeah, you know it, that's i guess it is it's just like the like you know nosotros is we right so yeah. it's it's this idea that like if the formal like i'm with all these fancy people and yeah. it's like you'll never you'll never be an aristocrat
1: <laughs> it's the illuminati we will never get yeah. there that's yeah. basically what they're saying yeah don't worry tell. about
0: it you gringos will never
1: reach that status yeah please Uh, And then you'll have your uh, uh, autopsy performed by amateur hobbyists was a fun one. And -hmm. the mark was like, what? Just like their stamp collectors. This guy was great. That guy was really good. It's funny. Off the bat, I always feel like when somebody's good, I'm like, well, this is clearly going to be my mark of the episode. He ends up not being it, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. he was so good, I thought. I I love the fact that he actually signed the paper, John Hancock. Yes. After he goes, you want me to put my John Hancock right here? Very cool. Yeah. A little subtle rebellion from that mark right there. Big fan. But James Murray coming in on this next one. He's fantastic in this whole bit with yeah. Moist Richard, by the way.
0: I mean, he explained it perfectly. Like, I mean, what a genius way to be like, oh, it's it's not. It's like, oh, it's the thing we give everyone a name, like you know, pancake Diane or whatever she, whatever <laughs> he said. And then yeah. like, because then I, I could tell she was just like, okay, great, yeah, that makes sense. I want to be anonymous, like it, it, <laughs> it. You know, everybody wants to be. Everyone wants to be like have their privacy protected. So if you play to those strings,
1: yeah, that'd be funny though, man. If like on your credit card, they're like pick an alias, and you just get to pick like Moist Richard. So then that way it's like I know you're fully anonymous. Um, anybody at Amex or Mastercard, uh, Visa, you know, feel free to use that.
0: <laughs> Moist Richard is so. St- and then when when it, they called it back, when he had to say it again and be like, yeah. you know, something was something like. <laughs> Now, you don't feel comfortable with that Moist Richard?
1: <laughs> and then he's making her initial MR. MR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was great. Yeah. And then, yeah, the FBI may use your likeness for internal training purposes only. <laughs> oh, so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That, yeah. I mean, that's the, the the game here. And that's so fun Is is like, not only is it like you have to, is it read this weird thing that's going to make them uncomfortable? You have to like explain it well enough that they're like, oh, I feel comfortable with that. Yeah. And then have them sign, and in each way, you, you know, that's good. It's a classic game. It's really fun. We got to do it again.
1: Have to do it again. And then, uh, Moist Richard, though, never allowed to live in Beaver City, Wisconsin. So that is uh, something I think they agreed to. Uh, but that, that is definitely one that got uh, their ire up. Yeah, uh, where they're like, "What do you mean? Like, what is this?" Uh, but I don't think there is a Beaver City, Wisconsin. Oh. Uh, I just googled it. There's a Beaver Dam, Wisconsin, but mm. yeah, no, no Beaver City. So wow. Yeah,
0: that's that's sad. You know, I was just in Bearsville, New York. That's pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Bearsville.
1: dope. yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. It was really dope. You should go. Put
1: that into the next contract. You should. You should go to Bearsville for sure. (laughs) We got to get there. And and speaking of different cities and states, how about a donkey boy versus the state of Connecticut situation? Uh, And in that sort of situation, you obviously will waive your right to free speech as Brian BQ Quinn laid out for this lady in his turn. Yeah,
0: I mean, I think that she might have been my mark of the episode, but it was it was the relationship of Q and and her. Yes,
1: I agree. She's my mark of the episode. As she well. yes. all around.
0: I, I mean, like because it's so funny. Like, yeah, yeah, as much as you want someone who goes with the flow and sometimes that person becomes the mark of the episode. Yeah. It it also works the opposite. The person who's the most like, I don't know if any of this, like, why are they talking about my corpse?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anyone that can explicitly say exactly what they're thinking and why it's all bullshit. is one of my favorite marks. (laughs) So just like, yeah, completely calling everything out. You can't read, like, you can't read that. Like that to me, (laughs) like you have to read it. Like, can't just go like blah, 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 (laughs) blah. Yeah. Yeah. Q
0: is one of the greatest failures of all time like when, when a bit <laughs> like when Put a it bit, on his <laughs> one of the one of the greatest failures of all time like when when a bit is not going his way, it is so delightful and he was laughing he was like he knew that he was in hot water, the mark was tough he was like you know very like he's charmingly he he yeah he fails in a charming way yeah, he does
1: i mean all, all the guys are. I think very gracious. I, you know what? I think Murray's the most gracious loser because he will. Yes. He really will do anything, man. Yeah, totally. totally. like for the show and not for the show. I mean, we've seen it. We talked about it before, but in the live show where there's that clip of him eating dog poop. Yep. Basically for like what? 50 bucks. No, there's 200, 200. Yeah. Okay.
0: I've seen that bit so many times. <laughs> like it's 200 exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's all, it's all, it's like, I could count how many denominations are in there. It's like, there's a hundred, there's like, you know, a couple yeah, 20s. by the
3: time everybody, it was, it came up to like 200.
1: Okay. Yeah. But yeah, uh, all, all wonderful losers and especially wonderful losers because they ask us to help them punish them. <laughs> That's our gig. So yeah. But yeah, Q, Q is such a, when he's, once he starts going down in flames, He's ready to throw gasoline on himself and just like yeah. help light it up even more. He's For like, sure. I'm going down. Yeah, but I and like you said, I love that he referred to himself as Danny Passman, their lawyer. Um, mm-hmm. If I happen to perish here, I agree to donate my corpse to Premium Focus Groups Incorporated LLC, a nice little S corp and LLC right there. And then in terms of business, I will not touch anyone's eyes. Yeah, I think that's a good clause. Everyone should probably put that in their own contracts at work.
0: I think I'll sign that. Like, I could sign that for my entire life.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I don't want to touch anyone's eyes unless I have to.
1: But mm-hmm. I I, I kind of like
3: your eyes. I want to touch Mine? them sometimes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're okay. You know, so once in a while, I, you know, I don't compliment myself much, but sometimes I look in the mirror and if the lighting's right, I'll be like, wow, I, got,
3: I have pretty good eyes.
0: But they're not like classically good. They're not like baby blues.
3: But you but have dreamy eyes, though, Case.
0: I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if they're dreamy. Although maybe if you're having a nightmare. <laughs> a funny thing about my eyes so they go down on the side like they 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 come they're sad they're sad
2: eyes
0: (laughs) and you know they they and i told pete mcpartland's wife our showrunner i I said i said yeah our showrunner pete mcpartland you've seen him she was with her two sons their two sons and the youngest one the younger one has eyes like my eyes and i was like oh he has eyes like my eyes sad eyes and she was like no, he doesn't have sad eyes. And I was like, no, 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 It doesn't make him sad. But they, you know, they go down like, like they're like a little sad eyes. Yeah. And she was just like, they're not sad. And I was like, I was like, I know that I'm probably offending you right now, but I have them. And I'm telling you, your son has sad eyes. (laughs) And nobody wants to hear that.
1: Nobody wants to hear
0: that their son has sad eyes. And I I learned that lesson that day.
1: Yeah. Your your son has seen some shit. (laughs) You may want to start a fund for counseling
0: now. Yeah, I gotta. I I should apologize. I, I can't wait. To, I'm gonna tell Pete the story, and then he'll be like, I yeah, "Don't I, apologize. It'll she show."
3: Yes, you have beautiful brown eyes.
0: Oh, I think they're I don't think they're brown, but thank you. They're <laughs> oh, brown.
3: They look brown in my camera right now.
0: I know they do. They they really they change color. Sometimes they're like green, sometimes they're hazel, gray? sometimes they're gray. Okay, yeah. I
3: see. They look a little brown. Maybe it's a, I don't know. They look brown. Yeah,
1: Once make- we meet up in person, I'm going to make sure my contract says Shay cannot touch my eyes. Oh, uh, I'm not signing. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got uh some who else we got in here? Yeah, and then Q going down with good luck in the thing. I love that. Yeah, as he's leaving the room, just good luck in the thing.
0: Beautiful, beautiful line. I love it. It's so it's like he already was a mess. And then so just like throw that last little grenade. Perfect. I like they all had their own little style. And like he was definitely like the least believable lawyer. And I think that, you know, this next turn, Joe's turn, he might be the most convincing, but I I might want to give it to Sal. Sal, I thought was like, yeah, he had a he had a real like lawyery vibe,
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Prince Herb had a pretty good lawyer, lawyerly vibe in there, but I, can't I, I, it. I would go with Joe.
0: I should be arrested. I should be, oh. I should, I need a lawyer because I, how many times I've said the S word, and not <laughs> Prince Herb.
3: I don't know. I don't, if you guys, you know Danny Passman, you know how he looks, how he dresses. Mm-hmm. I believe Q fit Danny 100% a hundred percent completely. So it's he that's a good looked, point, yes. If you look at, look at, you know, Danny Passman, you know how he dresses and and, and everything, how his hair is and everything. He's cute. You're right.
1: call. And, and Gatto didn't fit anything. Gatto didn't even fit his own shirt, which (laughs) he had to cut a hole in the back to make it fit. Yeah. Uh, did that happen on set? Shay? It happened, what happened
3: on set. He did not know that this shirt did not fit.
1: It was <laughs> his shirt
3: before the pandemic. And like they, so we tell the guys to bring extra shirts in because okay. we're not sure if we want like what was going to go with the cameras or, or whatever. Right. Whatever may have you. So we ask the guys to bring in extra shirts when they come in and we have them steamed or whatever. He puts it on right before the bit and it kind of like rips a little bit. <laughs> so he just cuts it
1: so he cuts Incredible. a little vent in the back to give himself some room he was
3: like nobody's gonna see the back no but i'm like but when you turn it around when you walk in there's a camera behind you so you he, think he played it off very well that's
1: so funny so that's great. the guys always have usually right they all bring their own wardrobe every now and then we have yes. to put them in like oh, whatever, a whatever white yeah. castle outfit or something like that and we'll bring it but they usually bring their own how is that is it ever um a problem for the guys uh to bring their own stuff or like sometimes
3: they worry if their clothes are going to get dirty or what. Right. like sometimes the punishment they don't know what gotcha. they're going to have to do so we ask them to bring in different things and they like, they try to figure it out sometimes and they're like i'm not messing up my sneakers you got to have to. so then we have to bring in our
1: own sneakers for them and stuff that like sounds like that. a prince herb request if i 100%, had to
3: guess hundred percent <laughs>
1: That's a hundred
3: percent. His sweaters, his, any, his hoodies, his jeans, any, any Nike gear.
1: So who has the most questions going into uh, any given day where it's like, Hey guys, bring your own clothing out of all the guys. Prince Herb. Prince Herb has the most easily, not even a question.
3: I mean, it would be James, a follow-up, but James is just like, I'll hand him my receipt mess up my clothes if you want to you'll buy it <laughs> like, like i don't whatever you replace move. it uh,
1: and you yeah. know that receipt's getting I, doctored you know he bought it on sale 100%. and he's put in the full oh 100 retail price on there yeah he got it sure. for free but he asked him to print out a receipt <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly carson's
3: probably home making receipts it's you know it's it's one of those it's cool <laughs> that's great amazing but yeah baby prince here he um yeah he's, he's very he wants to know everything when it comes to clothes wise yeah Punishment-wise, it's Murray. He wants to know details of what's going to happen and what it is, and am I being punished today?
1: True. Yeah, that is definitely true with Murray. Well, right, we'll jump back into Joe's turn real quick. Um, I mean, some great ones. The participant will smile and show teeth when the focus group leader, the <laughs> FGL, tries to create joy in the room. Uh, super fun one. We can send it to twice monthly house calls and routine stool samples. Guy signed up, no problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a real fun one. And also, because it starts like, oh, this is like, you know, do I want to sign up for like how you get an email that's like, the, or, you know, um, you sign a terms and conditions and it's like, do you want to sign up for extra getting some emails? And then it's like, oh, we're also going to try to get some poop samples. and
1: <laughs> Jeez, man. They have, first of all, all these terms and conditions things, like they have, they have to all come down to be much shorter than they are just for all of us out there. Right. Like any, yeah. all of these things could be in my Apple agreement. I have no idea. I just hit. Okay. <laughs> It could say that I consented to facial recognition and neural scanning technology. I have no idea. It's true. Who knows? But I would like to get paid in Kashish under the table always. And uh, I'll actually look into that if we can get that for this podcast. Word. (laughs) But then we'll jump right into Dad Diary. It's back. And we finally get to see the other half of this turn. The herb versus the myrrh, who is acting quite herbish himself, as the guys (laughs) pointed out, uh, when his turn came up, once he spilled a little bit on himself. But yeah, there, there are some great ones in here. My favorite entry in this whole bit was probably Prince Herb having to read. I got to spill some tea. My dad is sus. My mom is lit. Yeah. I got to shave my dad low key. And then when he had the Mark translate that for him, he's like, <laughs> excuse me. You're like, what does this say? That's
0: exactly <laughs> it was my favorite part. That's it's the best. That's the, that's the kind of iteration <laughs> I want. I want to see that every episode.
1: Yes. Yeah. And his just reaction to that.
0: I love stuff like that. Also just Sal going, what does that mean? Like, I just like, it's such a. Honest portrayal. I think I think a lot of people, a lot of dads right yeah. now are like, I don't even understand what's happening with these kids.
3: Oh, yeah. My it was lit. She knows lit, she knows how to have a good time.
0: My wife and knows how to have a
1: good time. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's a great line. Yeah. Ultimately, this passage is not good for me. Is yeah. It? yeah, yeah. Just great. wonderful.
0: Yeah, so fun. Yeah, that's that's great. And then yeah. I, you know, I also start to like, I imagine. What the daughter is, you know, like I imagine like a little Prince Herb, little, a princess Herb, as we discussed, as, as they said, discussed. Yeah. But also from that to the whole thing with like the made me like fire my like our servant and like my yes. serpent teeth, <laughs> like all that, like that really weird one. It's so it's like I'm like, I actually I don't know who his daughter is.
1: yeah i I would i would agree you know if i had to note hit uh princess herb here she's a little inconsistent in character because in the couple she's like father sleeps with his eyes wide open i stick a thumbtack in him and then father made me fire williams but then it's like the dad is low-key sus and like whatever (laughs) else so yeah a little inconsistent so are kids you know maybe she got a new group of friends that week right trying to fit in with one you're right uh then you know going back to the other group so yeah you never know with these kids you're already becoming a great dad
0: <laughs> James, you're, you're, I can see you. You're being. You're already being a great dad. You're open-minded. Oh, thanks
1: so much, Case. Uh, speaking of great dads, mm-hmm. James is in this next one, breaking his wrist, trying to push through a pull door at full speed, oh. uh, and then threatening to sue the school again. Yeah, such a fun one. And then uh, fits you know, his I character. created her, so basically all her thoughts are mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That fits. That definitely fits his character for sure.
0: His it, like his his own Mur character feels really right. Yeah, I I created her. It's really fun. And then he's like, yeah, you, you did you you created her. This was an interesting Mark. He was like a little too go with the flow for my tastes.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: But Mur played off him really well.
1: It's a you're right, and it's a different kind of Mark, right? Like right away, sometimes I'm like, well, this guy's just gonna say sure to everything. So right. there's like no tension there. But he'll laugh along with it and be kind of like that's crazy. And like, give you good reactions and stuff like that. Maybe talk things out with you. But once the turn started, I was like, well, Murray's definitely getting a thumbs up here. Cause this guy doesn't he even said, I don't know. I'm not a dad, but also true. you've been a kid. Like, you know, you have some kind of understanding of what is right and wrong. Like when Murray gives that
0: face later on after the, I think yep. it was after like the, the <laughs> I also love the wording of this one with like, um, he kisses a photo of my grandmother. Yeah. But like she's still alive,
1: (laughs) yeah. And then he just gives that yeah that
0: that look, and then Sal's like, "Hold on, that look." It's such a funny, nice moment that like it has nothing to do with the challenge. He doesn't have to do what the other guys tell him to do, but they all know that it'll be funnier if he holds that look.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) and that's what I like about our show. People are willing to like do something even when it's not the idea of the challenge like it's not a refuse you lose kind of
1: thing yeah i totally agree i I just like when the guys play up anything for comedy it happens the most with Gatto. i feel like where he'll just it doesn't even matter anymore what the guys told him to do if he's making somebody in the room laugh sure by whatever squirming in his seat he'll just kind of squirm a little bit more just to make the guys laugh in bts and they always end up like dying cackling sal falls down in the back uh, even the, even yeah. the
0: clipboard earlier like he's like hit that double double tap that clipboard again you know yeah. tap, tap. like it's yeah. just you know he, he knows that we're all having fun here at the end of the day at the end of the day that's all we're doing we're having some fun yeah kids
1: it's called work you
0: know yeah. don't be sus
1: don't be sus <laughs> don't be sus and then yeah and then murray's last one with the uh i know daddy was in my room again because the barbies were wrestling mm-hmm. murray's kid see. will have to that will be a real entry for yes. Murr's kid one day to yeah so <laughs> yeah this is actually I think pathetic. Melissa is already <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> actually before we dive into this punishment I got I have to ask because my phone has been blowing up this entire time we've been on the podcast I joined a fantasy football league with my friends and apparently okay. every year someone loses they you come up with a punishment right for mm, so mm. the loser of the league has to do a punishment and they're trying to figure out this year's well, this and is easy for you it should be right. Like this is what we do all the time. We help come up with punishments. Just for any fan listening out there right now, Casey Shay. Okay. What punishment from Impractical Jokers that we've already done? Mm-hmm. Do you think would be a good punishment for people to do with their friends if they lost a fantasy football league?
0: Oh, that's interesting. So this
1: is one you could take, do at home. You and your friends could go out do skydiving. Like, yeah, yeah, skydiving is a good one. Cry diving. Make them Make them jump from a plane. That's a, a pretty easy one. Uh not too much setup for. If someone ever ties for a loss, you can make them do strip high five. Uh-huh. Two guys do a strip high five out in public. Yep. Pretty good. Fairly easy. Um
3: maybe shovel elephant poop.
1: <laughs> yeah, when the circus is in town, you get no. out there, go find some elephants, shovel elephant poop. You definitely could pick up dog poop with your hands yes. in the park.
0: Yeah. Picking up someone else's dog poop in the park is a pretty good, it's a pretty solid punishment. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Oh, but you don't have a dog. He, yeah,
0: you know, and you're like, let me get that. No bag, no glove. Mm.
1: I got one. I got one okay. that I think's my favorite. All right, hit me. Make them do the cue, drive, drive, drive punishment. Put the song on loop and make them deliver food to everyone in the league. Mm. I think that's, that's good. a good one. That's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah. That I think that might be my my official and practical jokers podcast fantasy football answer for your league loser. Make them do the cue punishment. And listen to Drive, 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 a 20-second track for whatever it might be, roughly five hours, depending on how many people are in your league and how far away they live. Yeah. Yeah. That's that good. a good
0: fun one. I think that's a really good one. You know, and then Joe and Bergio get, might make a little bit more money. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, does he have that on Spotify or something? Where can yeah. he does? Yeah, we,
0: yeah, I think we talked about it. But yeah, he, uh, Drive, Drive, Drive is on Bandcamp and then also on streaming services. So oh, you great. can purchase it if you want.
2: Ooh,
0: um it's under Joe Ambrosio's name in the in key, uh, songs in the key of Staten Island is the name of the album or the EP. And uh, yeah, check it out. represent. Oh. Great,
1: good stuff. All right, well, let's jump into the real punishment. Choose Here we go. Podcast punishment.
0: Mm-hmm. Not a good one for a fantasy team.
1: <laughs> no, very hard to I guess hard to pull off. people for a podcast, and then. Uh, Eventually have your clothes get stolen from your own house. <laughs> this, this one, I love to tell him Steve, Dave shout out at the very beginning. And then we had a actual, uh, call in for Brian Johnson. One of the tell him Steve, Dave podcast hosts. Yeah. Right in there that he was, Q calls him out. He's like, is, is this Brian Johnson? And Brian Johnson says, no, mm-hmm. but I love that that interaction. I was like, where the hell is the t-shirt I ordered? And yep. the, the lady was very, what's her name again? Dahlia? Dahlia Dahlia was like very involved in like, just get it to him take down his information and make sure like, yeah, there's gotta be a way to track it.
0: Yeah. She was, she was excellent. You know, like, and that's, you're really rolling the dice on that because it's like, we only had one person and uh, I thought she was great. Really fun. Kind of responsive. I, I mean, I, I can't get over. All right. So a lot of the music and stuff was created by, you know, some of the other comedy producers. I think the main theme was a collaboration of Joan Bergio and with John Zaluga's voice. Okay. You're listening to Chatty with Fatty. Like when that the first time I heard that, I laughed so hard at that. The fact that that's John's voice, it doesn't sound anything like John. I don't know what he channeled, but it's (laughs) so incredible. You're listening to Chatty with Fatty, like (laughs) unbelievable. And then also the voice or Shay, you were on this. You didn't even know what it was for when you recorded it.
3: I did not the good. um, Oh, hell no. Yeah. I had no idea what I was reporting it for. And then I watched this and I was like, oh, that's me. Great.
1: You're such a gracious person to do that. Cause that happens so much on our show. Somebody will just come up to you and be uh-huh. like, Hey Shay, can you just say this into this microphone real quick? You have no idea where it's going, how it's being used. It's a lot of trust. Yeah. You just showed.
3: I mean, I, I love you guys.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for doing it. But yeah, that was a great all oh, hell no from you in the beginning. And yeah, chatty with Fatty. The other funny thing about that was, I remember when we were coming up with this with the guys and Gatto was like, let's call it something like Chatty with Fatty. And then he was like, something like that. We're probably going to use that. <laughs> and then, yeah. I, but it's like everyone else still came up with like, whatever, 20, 25 ideas of what the different podcast names could be. And Chatty with Fatty won out. Uh, it's got it. Yeah. And I was like, like well, it's not topping that. So we're going to go with it. And yeah. And John Saluga, he, he voiced a lot of those things. I think he did that hee haw donkey noise as well. Probably. But, you know, he's a big podcaster himself on the Super Live Adventure podcast. Like, You're Wrong, bitch, is just like every time
0: I heard it, I, it made me laugh. It's just <laughs> such an obnoxious, Real you're adventure. wrong, bitch. You know, like it's such <laughs> oh, and cringe, cringe. It's so bad. It, like, and that's like one of the first things that she sat down and heard. It was like, What's your name? And then it was like, You're wrong, bitch. <laughs> Oh yeah. That was that, that to me, I wanted, I actually wanted more of this punishment. I could have watched another, yes. you know, I, I could have watched another man. 20 minutes. I wish our show was an hour long. Yeah. I wish our show was a podcast and it was called chatty with fatty. I wish that that was the entire show.
1: Well, that's the funny thing, right. About this whole punishment was that I'm watching it. Cause actually I didn't see this one. This was filmed when, like the week that my kid was born. So like, I never, I didn't get to watch it when we were filming it. And like, I didn't watch till we did this. So I kind of forgot about everything when I was watching it. And I'm like, this kind of feels like a challenge at first, you know? But it's really making me laugh and I, I'm enjoying it. And then I'm like, and then when the twist happened, I was like, right, okay. This was the bit. <laughs> we wanted to just film something funny that would be like good for the home audience. But the whole thing was we're taking all of his clothing and we're donating it. Cause we are like, that's a funny idea Uh, right now but it's like we how do you make donating clothes funny on tv it's like well let's do something like a really fun like challenge turn basically Mm -hmm. like this podcast thing that'll be embarrassing for him be kind of cringeworthy and stuff while he's going through it but really we'll blow it out his his wardrobe is now done yeah basically
0: yeah it's pretty fun it's uh, like we've done obviously we've done stuff and you know the other thing is we we would film us taking it out but you know, with COVID and stuff, it was tough to, to get too many people in there right. to film it. So we were like, oh, it'll be different and fun if Q has to discover it himself and we'll make him film it. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of the reason why we didn't. And also the guys couldn't be in his house for the same reasons because we were filming too and to, you know, misdirect him. So he, he they couldn't go to his house. It's also yeah. it's a punishment for them to drive, you know, for Joe Gatto to drive all the way out to <laughs> Staten Island and then all the way back to Long Island. So it's not a Joe punishment. It's not a murder yeah. punishment to drive all the way back from Jersey. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, Sal's probably, he could probably go, but
1: yeah, not too far. Prince um,
0: Oh, geez. This is my, <laughs> I think my worst episode, <laughs> I think this is my worst episode. You'd think I'd get better over the last like couple episodes. I think this is my worst. I think I've said, I've said the S word, but, you know,
1: <laughs> but you know what? We haven't been back at work. We're going back in yes. soon. And I think once we're back in the office regularly, that will it'll it become means- part of our every day where we're calling him Prince Herb. Yeah. Now know. it's like we're just meeting up once a week doing the podcast and you, you forget about it. But once He's in my
0: phone. I changed him in my phone to Prince Herb. So when he texts me, it comes from Prince Herb. So I, I've i been texting with, with Prince Herb plenty. That's good. But when I'm talking on the show, I just, it's hard to, br- I mean, it's ridiculous. I I apologize to our <laughs> listeners. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgive you. Thank you. But I, I, don't, well, I don't deserve forgiveness. That's the thing. <laughs>
1: well, shit, is not giving it to you. So if that means anything, I'm not giving she's it holding you, you accountable for these. So yeah, I thought, like you're saying, I, I really agree. I loved all the calls. And so I think there was a John Scrabbis calling in as Ashley from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was right. very funny. I feel like Dahlia was kind of like not on her side for this one. She was like, yeah, you might be a whiny millennial <laughs> more or less. She didn't say that. It was the attitude, right. the vibe that I got from Dahlia where she's like, yeah, I don't know. Parent your kid.
0: Yeah, that was great and very convincing.
1: Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Just kind of went with his stalking of Celine Dion, kind of kind of called it out a little bit, but uh, just more or less let it happen. And yeah, again, that's why I thought it was more of like a challenge turn. It was really funny. I enjoyed watching it. But yeah, ultimately the real, the real pun there was all the clothes going away.
0: Yeah, which is, I think it's time for Q to
3: refresh anyway.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Hard agree. Everyone's saying he needs a new wardrobe. Yeah, pretty much.
3: I talk about this with him all the time. You do? Yeah, he just doesn't care. He doesn't care.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, this is a long time coming.
1: I would say that he probably puts in the least effort to his clothing, which I respect. That's what I would do. If I was on Jokers, I'd be like, kind of like, can we put in like a uniform like in high school so we could just wear the same thing every day?
3: That's what James did for a while. Did he really? James, yeah, he would wear these gray pants and a black t-shirt every day. Like mm. new, it was new. He had a couple pairs of gray pants and a couple great black t-shirts and that would be his uniform every day for a good, I want to say a good
1: month he did that. Wow, that's crazy. I never noticed that. Do, do you remember roughly how long ago that was?
3: Um, Right before... Melissa, or right in the beginning of Melissa, so maybe like.
1: <laughs> it was like it was before. Yeah, he was, was married before, for sure. Because she
3: shops for him now, so like now I know where like his clothes and stuff. I don't have to worry too much.
1: Yeah, Because she good. shops
3: for him now, so oh, it was be- it was definitely before Melissa. So maybe like two years this,
0: ago. This is good. This is a good segment, which is catch us up with the jokers, Shay. Let's do what's it. What's going on? T- tell us what's going on in their lives.
3: I mean, they're they're they're, ha- they're happy. They're, they're living their lives, families and, and stuff, buying new homes. Are they excited
0: to are they excited to get back to work? What's that been? I like?
3: did get a text from um, Gatto the other day. It was like, I, I can't wait to get you back on set, miss you. And I was like, Oh, I, I like really, really needed that text message from him.
0: Oh, that's nice. So
3: hopefully we'll be back in a couple of weeks. I was told.
0: Mm-hmm. What's he or been up to? You'll be, you'll be back you... before me. Yeah, I will. I mean, and James and I will, but what's the what's what's Gatto been up to? Let everyone know.
3: He's dealing with the kids. I know they just did um Legoland, mm. um, his son's birthday just passed. He's been spending a lot, a lot of time with the family traveling and, and stuff like that and working on his um on Traffic Cam, which he has an I think his, he had a show in AC. The next show is in DC at MGM. I think it's September 10th. And I I'm pretty sure I'm there for that one. Nice. He's working on that. James is um doing his little tour thing. He's um he's not doing stand-ups, but it's like more like a meet and greet, and then he answers questions, like a QA type of thing. Jiggy's on, um, Jiggy's on with him. Nice. <clears throat> it's pretty cool, pretty pretty cool. He's doing that. Um, Sal's back doing his stand up and his podcast. I know he's getting ready to go back on the road in a um in a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, I saw he's doing a live. Hey, babe.
3: Yeah, yeah. I might, oh, yeah. I might
0: try to show up there. I did the um theme songs for Hey Babe and um.
3: Oh, dope. Taste oh, you Yeah, the That's Hey awesome. Babe and
0: Taste Buds themes I did, and uh, so he was like, "Do you want to come and do a live, like oh, introduction?"
3: So dope.
0: So I might I might head over is there that, and do that. If you
3: do, let me know.
0: Okay, we'll drive. We'll, maybe we could drive together.
3: Yeah, for sure. And that is that
1: go. out in PA?
0: Yeah, that's going to yes. be in PA. Okay,
3: nice. which
0: I love. I'm a big. I'm a big Philly fan. I love yeah, Philly. I
3: love Philly. That's a good. That's a nice little drive too.
0: Yeah, for sure.
3: And then um, last but not least is my Brian Quinn. He's doing his you know his, his beer thing. He's chilling. He's loving the the off time. Working on his house and getting it together. I heard the pool is done now. I heard you went to the pool. I went in.
0: I went. I've been. I
3: haven't <laughs> yet. I'm a little jealous.
0: I, he I, he baptized me in that pool.
3: Yes, I, I'm a little jealous. You guys to the pool before me. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm making my appointment now. So so before we start shooting,
0: Q I'm is there. a guy that he, he uh, you know you wouldn't seem like it, but if you show up at his house and say oh. I want to go in the pool, he'll be like, like this is ahead. this is the best.
3: Yes, I told him his house is going to be my new hangout. Right now, Mer's house is my hangout. Oh, wow. It's like, it's open. I don't even
1: like, I don't need a key. As soon as I pull up, like, it, we're good, right? And did, did Murray put the Lazy River in yet? and yet. he's doing that. He's right? doing that in
3: the back, yeah. He didn't do it yet, <laughs>
1: though. He, and he, the full he, wave pool, and I'm sure, you know, he, it's like a gonna roller be coaster. A, it's
3: it's going to be a, a full resort back then. You have no idea. <laughs> the safari, you know, the drive through safari in Princeton, cliff, like, yeah. This um, a slide that goes from his pool, like from the. Is, have you seen the um bamboo garden he has?
1: Yeah, the oompa loompas brought me back there. To the yeah, right. Yes, garden. yes,
3: yeah. yes. So he's gonna supposedly put a slide that goes through the bamboo garden to the pool. Wow. I don't know how this is gonna work.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would have told him, and I've I've been I'm really anti bamboo. It's really? invasive. I know this is crazy to tell you to to air this on the podcast. You know but i'm i'm really anti bamboo for a lot of reasons it's very invasive very. You'll, it'll it'll go everywhere and it, there's no stopping it you'll yes. have a fight with bamboo for the yes. rest of your life i've had friends that lived in you know apartments or, or houses that had like bamboo uh, my old apartment they had to like you know our our rent had to increase at one point or or our you know fees maintenance fees because the bamboo was cutting holes through cement uh, into the garage and causing leaks.
3: Are you serious? Yeah, uh,
0: it's legit. And I, that's yeah. why he
3: stomps on it. When we walk in the back, he just stomps on, on the bamboo and he says, Oh, it won't grow.
0: <laughs> oh, it's Dunzo. I mean, yeah, he's he in just trouble.
3: Stomps on him.
0: He's in trouble. I wish I had known this. I, as a friend, I would have, I would have stopped him.
3: I and mean, I think when he purchased the house, it had they came with the bamboo garden. He's gonna oh, have to get no. some pandas. Yeah, it came with the bamboo garden. Oh, it's I like really a, hard a, well, to you get can't out. See, it is behind me, but I have a, a bamboo um plant. But thanks,
1: Case.
0: I think yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I think a bamboo plant, plant. plant's yeah. okay.
1: Don't put it in the ground because yeah, it'll grow all okay. over the place, and you, you won't be able to stop it basically. So yeah, that's he always
3: stomps them. It's crazy. Every time I, he's like, "We got to stomp the bamboo," and he just walks around and he stomps the um. That bamboo. is so funny.
1: Picturing Murray stomping bamboo is a very joyous uh, Next mental image I, go, I have to right it. now. Just him infuriated. I
3: promise you guys I'll take pictures and videos and I will post them on my Instagram. Not Twitter, my Instagram. Yeah. yeah.
1: At Shea Starchild. Check yeah. it out. Murray stomping bamboo to come.
3: Yes. One day I'm going to just do all myrrh and just post all of the funny things that happen with myrrh. I love
0: it. I love it. He's got a little bamboo farm.
3: Crazy. And he's yeah. building. Oh, he's all. So he got into wines too.
0: Ooh. Um.
3: So he's okay. Like he's building a vineyard in the back of his house as well. So he already has like a regular garden, right, and then of next to that garden is going to be um, like a vineyard. So he has a
1: couple um grape vines. Yeah. He he has a couple of them up already. Great. And a couple of sommeliers, I'm sure, to tell him <laughs> which ones yes. are good and not. And uh, yes. yeah, I mean, this all makes sense. Uh, Murray's house, I imagine, now takes over most of South Jersey. Yes. Uh, his property. So that's that's great. Uh, a man from Princeton uh, now owns the bottom half of the state. I love it. <laughs> it's great i can't i can't wait to uh to get back in with y'all and start coming up with more episodes and start filming them and then get them back out so we can do more pods
0: i know it's it's been so nice to you know to have this in between because it kind of keeps me fresh on you know uh, not only the show but also like with what you guys going on in your life Uh yeah you know when and people reaching out being real positive is very nice appreciate you guys
1: yeah, thanks so much. Oh, and to answer a question, somebody asked us, Prince Herb is just Prince Herb till the end of the season. It's not for the rest of his life. That being said, if you ever see him in public, you are allowed to call him Prince Herb forever. Yeah, do it. Always call him Prince Herb if you can. But after season nine, he will go back to being uh, the S word.
3: His next punishment should be a tattoo of Prince
1: Herb. On ano- oh, wow. <laughs> uh, another tattoo. He's- another
3: tattoo, Prince Herb. This way he can't get away from Prince Herb after the season. It's like, it's on him and it's, it's a, it's, he's Prince Herb.
0: Wow. Love it. You know, in some ways I'm not going to miss the, the, you know, Prince Herb saying Prince Herb, you know, on this podcast only, (laughs) but I will miss just how awkward it is every single time that he has to say I'm Prince or I'm Prince Herb or like I'm Herb. Like it's, it, it immediately is like, it stops people in their tracks and they're like Prince, (laughs) like like Prince. (laughs) Like that, I'm, I'll never, that never gets old for me. It was like the wig. The wig never got old. It made every mm-hmm. single challenge funnier. Murr would get the set and he would forget that he had to have the wig like all the time. And then like any punishment got funnier because he had to also have a wig on, you know, the cue's yeah. hair yep. throughout that whole thing is, I, oh. I, think, I think the wig is one of my favorite mm-hmm. elements of Impractical Jokers of all time.
3: Yes. Yeah. I think we couldn't wash the wig. The wig was in. Remember, he had to have the wig on when he jumped in the water when we we did the um the boat thing. It was yeah, kid, and he had. Well, he
1: didn't jump. have to have, He he had it on and he jumped in and everyone was like, "No, yes, the wig, the wig." Yeah. So we
3: couldn't wash it. So now the wig
1: stinks. Yeah. yeah. And
3: he still has to wear it. Not now, but he still had to wear it. Stunk bad. Ooh. Real
1: bad.
0: Yeah.
3: Oh, poor makeup artist had to carry that around with her.
1: Oh yeah. The Whole season. <laughs> Just a stinky bag of hair everywhere you go. <laughs> uh, disgusting. And so, yeah. And hey, if anyone's got the, the budget for a wig maker in your fantasy football league, you can shave someone's head and make the loser wear it forever, I think. So yeah, go ahead. That's another one y'all can use at home in your fantasy leagues. Yeah, I wonder. Yeah, that's good. That's a pretty good one. I, I even like
0: if... Um, you know what would be a good like fantasy thing is like donate like a, a, a piece of clothing, like each, mm-hmm. each person donates an article of clothing. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm on pants, you're on hat, someone else is on shirt. And then the loser, with the, like with the worst score or whatever. Yeah. has to wear that mismatched thing to somewhere. Like, you know, you all go to a local game or like a, like a, or like a, you know, a Yankee game or something.
1: You're blowing my mind, Casey. <laughs> I texted that to my friends. You're kidding me for an idea. I said, but what I said was an hour before you go to like a local game, something that's going to be televised, like, and uh, cheaper than like a Yankee game. So like, if whatever your local college team get tickets behind home plate, make the loser wear uh, this outfit, but I said, give him an hour of raw materials and he has to make an outfit and then go sit behind home plate at the game. That's crazy that we had very similar ideas.
0: This is what we do, man. We, we know, we, we just come up with home run ideas.
1: Great minds think alike. I love that's,
0: it. That's what we do for, you know, on on Jokers. And you know, we know, you know, we, every day of our life, we come up with a briefcase full of seeds and it only <laughs> sometimes, only sometimes do people even get to see that. I mean, in my mind, it was very possible that I made production, put a bunch of seeds in a briefcase and nobody would ever see it. And it would never, like they wouldn't use it. Yeah. They, you know, and, and just, you know, the powers that be. Just made it happen, you know? It's the power of my sad eyes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're very powerful. They guilt they guilt us into doing anything you ask. And yeah. uh, we had to get that bird birdseed briefcase, of course. I, I love it so much. It's such a fun gig. And yeah, like you said, now I'm just like, we're coming up with punishments in our spare time because we, we just love it so much. It's such a, a fun job. Uh, I can't wait to get back uh, next month, I think. And then we'll, we'll dive in, start coming up with new episodes. In the meantime, the one other punishment pitch I had if you lose your fantasy league was Make someone either play a pickup game or run a road race in a body painted outfit. Mm, so, like, yeah, just make them. Whoa! Oh my god! <laughs> Wait <laughs> a minute! Oh
3: my god!
1: Shh. I'm
2: in an airport.
0: <gasps> oh my god! It's James Great. Murray, everybody. I sent him a link to our to our podcast. And, hi, hi, hey
2: everybody. I'm here with international best selling author Darren Weirmouth oh. and Eric. his wife Jennifer and my beautiful wife Mosa and me. Hi, Shay. Oh. Baby. We are here in Antigua. We're in Antigua right now. We are tan as F. Yes. Because I can't say fuck on the inf- official <laughs> practical <laughs> Jordan podcast. So we're tan as F. We're flying back to JFK in, in two hour in an hour. Yes. But I would be remiss. If I didn't pay you guys a visit and say, we
1: love you. Oh, that's so we sweet. We love you. I love you too, man.
3: I'll be at your house when you land, okay?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you, you, Kate,
2: Casey, Kate, is, I can't see who's here. Let me see if I can. Oh yeah, he's on, his, he's
0: on his phone. So it's me, James and oh. Shay. You know, the people who do your podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I don't know. So hello McCarthy. How are you, buddy? You're I'm very good, relaxed,
0: Murray. You I'm are like, you, you are, might, you've, had a, few, you've a, had a few drinks. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I might be like seven or eight boggles in. We might've gotten into an argument with our cab driver on the way the airport. Oh my it gosh. Is, it's un, unrelated to alcohol. I promise you.
1: <laughs> it's good. Hey guys, I can't make these dates. I have to go to trial in Antigua. I might've dropped <laughs> Shay's name to get street cred yes. uh, <laughs> in the in the
2: car. And she
1: didn't, she didn't give to us. But uh, we, we got into a little bit of a
2: fight on the way to the airport. <laughs> oh I feel gosh. in my heart, I, I was right. Anyways, but she, she, we got into such a fight on the way to the airport. She wouldn't take my tip. That's how you know it was a real fight. What? <laughs> so grumpy. Anyways, she was a grumpy pants. She was a grumpy cat. Wow. Uh, anyways, <laughs> here we are now. We're in the executive lounge because Darren splurged and got us to the VIP. Yo, oh. he is, as an international best-selling author, yeah. Darren has clout in airports across the world. Right? Wow. <laughs> uh oh,
3: Darren. Is
1: it because he's internationally best-selling? Is it like because he's now international, or is the book selling mm, international, or both? No, the, the book has sold only like two hundred copies worldwide. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all domestic, all terrible, in Princeton. Terrible failure. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I just want to say I love you guys. I'm gonna speak quietly because I'm in an airport, but I love you guys. I miss you. I can't wait to see you soon. And to make many more episodes of Impractical Jokers soon, and I just love your faces. Come over, for a barbecue, Shay. I'm coming. Casey, I'm coming. McCarthy, come over. I, I just told them. Ma- I'm there. We're there. Like I know, Melissa has been fighting, keeping guys from coming over. <laughs> like she's been like secretly like usurping my, my invites, <laughs> threatening you guys offline. But here I am officially okay. on the podcast telling you guys to come over for a barbecue. Yes? Yes. yes. Great.
1: We'll stomp some bamboo. You're there. saying yes,
2: but then offline you're gonna say no. I get it. No. You, you're all like you you guys are all like the cab driver here in Antigua. You're just are like oh, <laughs> you
3: know your your house is like the black hole to me. So I come and I don't leave. So I'll be there.
2: By the way, Mosa just tested texted you guys. I just got it. Don't you dare don't you dare come to our home i got i just (laughs) got a text that
0: says don't you dare come to our home
2: wow i know she's threatening you but i want you to hear from me it's okay
0: wow you know that's that's i never get that from from bessie gatto i never get that from uh benjamin cat um (laughs) I never get that from the nobody who lives with Sal, who lives by himself. Prince Herb. <laughs> Prince Herb. Prince Herb. Yeah. Prince Herb. See, Murr, I've been having so much trouble. Like, I slip up and say the S word so much. I never I never get it right. Can
2: we give a toast to Casey Jost for a second? It's the first time I've seen you, by the way. Oh. We, obviously, we've known it for a while, but congratulations on the announcement last week. My friend, Casey and Colin are co-writing new uh you know uh what is it back to the future movie was it, ninja, what is it? Ninja <laughs> ninja turtles different
0: different yeah. franchise but yeah the new uh what movie ninja turtles
2: <laughs> the new ninja
0: turtles <laughs>
2: yeah. tmnt movie you uh, know that yes. course cool cheers my friend well deserved yes. well deserved all right thank Schlamcha. you
0: buddy thank you so much for for joining us it's it's been beautiful you're the Got best it.
2: i'm going to sober up here in antigua and i will see you guys next week I'm headlining the podcast from Practical Jokers, the podcast. Yes. Oh, wow.
0: Congratulations. <laughs> <do it>.
2: Good. <laughs> love you guys. Have okay. a safe flight.
0: Bye, love you. Bye. Oh, so beautiful. Well, I love you guys. Great, great surprise. I think we end on that. What a beautiful note for yeah. a little break.
1: Fantastic. He's about great, to get duct taped surprise. to his seat. Yes. Yeah, for
0: sure. For <laughs> sure. He's definitely getting kicked off that plane. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. love it.
1: That was awesome. You drop off. Super dope.
0: Yeah. I think everyone's going to be like, I guess maybe the other jokers uh, got him drunk as a punishment. Maybe <laughs> That's a could... great thing for the guys. They can always make a cop out. I
3: don't think that's a punishment for them.
0: It's like, no officer. I I'm doing what I was told by the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I love you guys. And I guess we'll see you at Murris for a barbecue. Yes. All right, see you there. Yeah. We just should see show up. We, we should figure out a time and date and just go. Cause I don't want Melissa to, 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 to kick us out. So we'll just show up.
1: Oh, we're going. We're going 100%.
0: All
3: Fresh right. bamboo. All <laughs> right. I Love you guys. Love you more. Bye.
2: Peace out. The official Practical Jacob podcast.